Hello and welcome, my name is Coach Pav and today I'm going to be discussing how being lazy will make you a faster cyclist. Almost everybody will have some kind of weird little story, anecdote, rhetoric, whatever about inactivity. We've all heard it. We've all been shamed into believing that we don't do enough, whether that is by being told to take the take the stairs instead of the lift or elevator, getting one of those fancy standing desks or, you know, just doing a lot more walking or commuting via uh, via a uh, human powered vehicle rather than a car or something like that but how damaging is that actually to your your performance on the bike i'm going to look into this in more depth across this video or podcast depending on where you are watching or listening so we're going to start goal setting goal setting is probably the biggest factor in whether you need to be more lazy or not and what i mean here is that if you are setting yourself a goal so, so high that is going to be really tough for you to complete, you need to be thinking about your recovery more than anything. If you're just doing a Grand Fondo Sportive and it's going to be tough, but you know, you should be able to do it the right training, the right nutrition, the right prep, you know, getting, getting lucky with a few things, of course, you probably are okay to do a bit more stuff. But when we talk about doing something that is huge, like breaking a world record, you know, Olympics, world uh, national championships, even even if you are that really that interested in, you know, PBs qualifying for stuff, or of course, if you follow me on social media and a lot of what my clients do, uh, stuff that is so big like Race Across America, you you need to give up, give up the, the whole lie <laughs> to yourself. Or that other people tell you that you are uh, that you are need to be doing this extra physical exertion. You just don't. You do enough training in the week. While I have absolute mad respect for anybody who is not training, is just you know wants to be a bit healthier and is going to get a standing desk or going to walk more. It's going to do a lot more stuff, especially maybe you know for help, walks, long walks, hikes with family and friends and stuff like that. Absolutely fine, honestly, that's great. And you could probably fit those in if you're not one of the people that I was just talking about in terms of lofty goal uh, setting. But if you are, you need to be developing that recovery mindset. Recovery mindset is something that I've talked about in a lot of my uh, content before. And honestly, it it comes down to one question for me. That one question is. Uh, something to to ask yourself when faced with pretty much every decision, and um, and that is, will the thing that I do next will it aid my recovery or will it hinder it? And I think that when you start to make sure you are asking that question, and when you really do, when you really do boil it down to that, I think you're going to start making smarter decisions. And it's absolutely fine to be lazy. If people if people want to judge you for being lazy, you can show them this. You can show them your Strava, right? <laughs> You need to keep your eye on the prize, and that is um, is that that end goal. But let's just say, for example, you know, you do just want a general performance. Maybe you are doing a Grand Fondo Sportive. You're doing some, you know, light racing. It's not 
It's not something that is, um, needs to control your whole life, but it is something that you do, you do want to improve at. Being a bit more lazy can definitely improve you as a cyclist. And it's for that reason, really, that the less that you do, um, on, off the bike in terms of non, non training. So it's exertion that doesn't necessarily translate to performance uh, improvements on the bike. The less of that, uh, that you do, the, the better chance your body has of recovering. And, uh, and I think that, you know, that when you start to instill that as a mindset, I think that you start to realize actually, you know, there's a load of things that I can knock on the head. <laughs> so another thing that I talk a lot about, I talk a lot about this all the time because it just breaks the convention completely, the convention that we're taught as kids. And that is, um, you know, you have to be 100% committed to, to everything that you do. Um, and it's just crap. It's like chasing perfection. You just can't be 100% committed because as soon as you're not 100% committed, you've almost already failed. Some people can understand that's not necessarily true, but I actually think that majority of people probably do uh, have, um, have, a, have a spiral effect where, you know, you're not 100% committed if you, you know, if you have a, you know, go out, take the kids to McDonald's and you have a, a cheeseburger or a Big Mac or something, you know, and that starts to, you get in this little whirlpool, right? And you, you, if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see me, but on the, on the video, I'm making a stupid circle. But let's just say you're, you're up here, you're at the top of the whirlpool and you have a McDonald's, you start to slide down a little bit, right? And then, oh, you know, you're going to have a couple of beers at the weekend with your mates. And then next weekend, wifey wants to go somewhere like on a long hike and have a glass of wine afterwards. And before you know it, you're at the bottom of the pan, right? You're at the bottom of this pan circling away where you look back up and you realize, shit, here's, here's what 100% looks like at the top of this whirlpool and I've slipped all the way down. And then for a lot of people, that's the end. They, they fall through the gap and they're in the drain or wherever it is that whirlpool goes. Stupidest analogy ever, I get it. But honestly, the, the point is when we set ourselves up for this 100% commitment, we set ourselves up for an instant failure. And, and it's got to be a change, I think, in, in coaching and train, training in general is, is actually having that mindset that for majority of people, 100%, you know, is, uh, isn't, isn't necessary. And if you've got a goal, if you've got a goal that you think, actually, I do need to be 100% committed to, you, you might be setting yourself up for a failure because honestly, it's uh, maybe we're outside of your reach. And that's not to say give up, but that's to say, actually, maybe you need to drop it down a gear. I work with a lot of people who do stuff like Race Across America, and we constantly have to reevaluate whether this is their year, all right? Because you've got to get everything right for that. Like, and that's not even 100% committed because I have guys who've got you know, young families, wives, um, they have, they have full-time jobs and they have everything going on. That's not hundred percent committed. If you're hundred percent committed, you need to quit your job. You need to quit your family. <laughs> and now please don't go and do that. My point is that when you have these extra commitments that does take it, take its toll. So if you are sat there at home now watching me, listening to me, um, you very much, well, maybe, you know, thinking that, uh, it's the end. It's not the end at all. You just need to reevaluate whether the goals are achievable in the time frame that you've set out. And if it really is that confusing for you, reach out because I will have happily have a 15 minute chat for free with you on this. Um, and honestly, you might actually understand that, you know, you probably do need help with this. So I think that that, again, that's a big, big thing for me is if, if you, you know, if you know that you've got these, these things, like for example, that you're going to have to commute by bike, uh, you're going to have to walk a bit. You're going to have to do a lot of physical exertion. Do, does that fit in with what you want to achieve? 
or do you need to be thinking uh, a little bit more about what is what is more possible within your commitment scale? So there are some ways, of course, to combat or to to undo some of the damage, um, and I'm, I'm air quoting that if you're on the podcast, that some of these extra exertions will have. I think that when you listen to them, you're going to see that they do come with their own challenges themselves. But I do think that as well as asking yourself that all-important question of whatever you do next, will it aid or hinder your recovery? I definitely think that you can start to aid um, aid yourself and improve your your recovery, and uh, you know make make this make training a lot easier for yourself if you implement some some of these things. Now they are kind of quite extremes. Like the first one, I'm going to say obviously extra sleep. Um, I'm not advocating that you you try and get yourself a little snooze at work, um, unless of course your boss, boss is on board with that and they you can change your working pattern. But making sure that you get seven to eight hours a, a night as a minimum is is obviously the the first point to, to 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 winning with sleep so i think that making sure you make that as a priority is is going to be uh is going to be really crucial um but let's just say you know you you've had to you, you do quite a physical job and you're, you're at lunch and you know you've been on your feet all day or maybe you've had to walk a bit for whatever reason maybe a nap isn't 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 a good choice um but maybe what could be a good choice is just getting your feet elevated slightly, you know, just slightly elevating your feet to allow your body just, uh, you know, help flush some of the uh, the waste products and aid your recovery um, is actually going to be a real good and hopefully a lot more actionable tip there. Um, so I'm definitely keen to make sure that we we do focus focus on that. Of course, nutrition as well. You know, you need to make sure you're flooding your body with the right micronutrients as well as the the macronutrients and a little quick overview of macros you will be more than likely aware of protein fats and carb which is your fuel as, as such um, micros are your electrolytes and minerals which you typically find in in plants and in some meat uh, organ meat particularly and uh, if you if you're not eating and they're your oil we'll say we'll call that your oil so if you you know you could put the best the best fuel in your your, your engine but if you've not got any oil in it you know you're, you're still going to struggle and i think that 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 has got to be something that you know you can focus on as well so a couple couple more little actionable tips here and uh, i think that that they kind of fall under the the same same bracket here and that is 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 outsourcing outsourcing and and, and you know almost carpooling <laughs> your resources if you if you're lucky enough to to be able to afford um some some extra help uh two things that i i always loathe to see when my clients have been um doing them especially on a weekend in the summer uh, is obviously housework, uh, aggressive housework, not necessarily just minor stuff, but uh, but but stuff that is physically exertion, exerting um, and gardening. Gardening is potentially the worst one for for that. So if you are lucky enough to be in a situation where uh, you can afford a cleaner uh, or a uh, um, a gardener, particularly a gardener, um, I think that you are going to be giving yourself a real tidy boost. Uh, boost there by aiding your recovery and not being kind of hunched over doing all the work or lugging around grass you know it's it's tough work that might not seem it you might feel a bit tired by the end of the day but ultimately your recovery will help or thank you when you actually finish and uh well you don't finish you finish your session and you, you, you nail your intervals because you're not kind of hanging around from trying to recover from gardening but of course understandably times are tough um and you've got another bike to buy so a gardener might not be <laughs> might not be the best if you haven't got kids that you can get uh, roped in on this, perhaps you have got a, a, a buddy system 
uh, almost carpool like where you can uh, exchange a weekend every month between a few of you where you come and you help others or you do it all yourself and stuff and uh, uh, and that's you know how it how it would work for you you would uh, you would maybe you get three weekends in 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 four where you can focus on the training and then that other weekend you go and help your buddies and maybe you take up a lot of the the yard work or heavy 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 work for them so that they can uh, they can then obviously go and do their training um and i think that that's a, a a a little a little example of what you know you can think a bit creatively outside the box on on that but even you know childcare obligations dog walking obligations you know you, you can you got to do these things why not take the neighbor's kids this week or this weekend or the neighbor's dog for a walk and you know if they will reciprocate at another time you know you're walking one dog you've got to look after your own kids why not look after a couple more if it means that one night or one day you don't have to do it yourself i think that that is probably the most opportune way for you to start looking at that is in is in that carpool kind of mentality but of course um it's not going to be for everybody maybe you don't have a dog maybe you don't have kids maybe you don't have the money to to pay for everybody so i think that there are going to be some people out there that maybe can't do a lot of these things but i do feel like you will be able to go about your life with this recovery mindset ask yourself the question will i be aiding or hindering my recovery with what i do next and if you can't do anything let me know in the comments cuz i'll help you out for free <laughs> i'll help you out if you think that you can't uh, you know aid your recovery by making some decisions happy to have a free 15 minute consultation and we can see what we can do but just to finish this podcast or YouTube, I am going to read you off um, my top five tips to be lazier. So you can find these on my website if you wanted to read over the blog, read some of this um, and uh, find the five tips that I'm going to go through. That's coachpath.com forward slash blog. And also join our new community, community.coachpath.com uh, link also on the website where we will discuss these kind of things and you'll be able to post post a lot of uh, questions and and see uh, get some community support on, on your stuff and who knows maybe you will find someone that lives local local to you who will share dog walking child responsibilities or even you know help you out with some gardening <laughs> so my top five tips to be lazy opt out of non-essential physical exertion that's number one number two is get your seven to eight hours of daily sleep can't stress how much uh, how highly i rate that one number three elevate your feet definitely definitely do that when having a nap at work is not an option number four outsource physical tasks wherever possible find someone else to do it <laughs> and number five question your decisions develop the recovery mindset can't 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 even begin to tell you how how important and how much you will improve as a cyclist when you start to Im implement that mindset so thank you for either watching or listening let me know in the comments what you thought. Do you like the new format? Do you want me back in front of um, my my screen where I have been before? Definitely make sure you subscribe because I've got loads of cool content uh, coming up. And um, yeah, if you've definitely, if you've liked it, share with your friends as well. It'd be fantastic. Again, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. I hope you've had as much fun listening as I have recording it. Like I say, reach out if you have any troubles, questions or challenges. My name is Coach Pav. Have a fantastic day.